Hello and welcome back to Daydream Believers. I'm Elle. And I'm Elle. We are a podcast that talks about music, mindset, and mental health. I'm a life coach who loves to listen to music made prior to the 2010s. And I'm a stay-at-home mom who loves me some rock music, but Elle, I'm just going to add that I also dabble. Wow, dabbling. I dabble. I don't know if you've ever heard that term before, but... Never heard it. Yeah, I actually dabble into other genres as well. I'm a dabbler myself, I think. I always knew that you dipped your toe into many different genres, but I'd say more than dipping of the toe. I'd say yes, you kind of slam dunk. You're kind of like a cannonball into cannonball. every genre. Exactly. I cannonball into every genre <laughs> Yes, over time. So, Elle, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I was actually thinking about something today. Yes, what were you thinking about? I was thinking about out-of-school activities that I did and how bad I was at them. Oh, do tell. Yeah. One time I did athletics. Oh, like little uh, athletics? Yeah, and I did it for a day and then I quit. Only a day? Yes, I get this, right? So at the time my friends were doing athletics, so I wanted to join. Understandable. I joined, you know, my parents paid for it. My first day we had these special little red T-shirts. My first race, it was hurdles. Oh, yeah. Right? Basically, this was just like a practice, the one, it's ready, set, go, we're running, I get to the first hurdle, I stop right in front of it, and then everyone else just keeps going. I oh. stop right in front of it, I knock it down, I fall over, I get back up, I knock it down every hurdle. Oh. I knock down every hurdle. And then when I get to the end, I throw up in front of everyone. <laughs> so I was not expecting that. <laughs> I threw up in front of everyone. They never saw me there again. Yeah, understandable. I would have freaked out. You know what makes me laugh? What? It's what my parents would have thought watching me, <laughs> seeing that. That look like, oh, our daughter. <laughs> yes. Thinking, what the hell is she doing? Knocking over every hurdle and you're watching from a distance. And then you watch your daughter get to the end of the line and she just throws up. But I wonder why you throw up. Was it like anxiety or just from I just working had a out? Big breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I had too much Whippix. Whippix does it to your tummy, yeah. What about you, Elle? Vomiting stories or little athletic stories? I mean, could be both. Out of school activities, I did different out of school activities. Like I did the tennis and the swimming and all that Uh, I played soccer for a a fair few years in primary school I was like a chess champion Wow! (laughs) so I I have like a second place trophy from my whole primary school I was like in grade two and I was like in the chess club I tell you not I have never found my people more in my life that's when like I was like seven years old I'm like I finally found my place I really enjoyed it like after school meeting up there playing chess against all these grade six kids and beating the shit out of them and I was like I am a legend and a half I felt so proud of myself wow how long did you do it for probably about like a year or two and then it was no longer cool at school to be in chess club so I think they kind of it phased out in general from the school oh no way yeah but I really enjoyed it and I got really into it to the point where up until high school, I still carried around a magnetic chess set with me at all times. What? 
Yeah. I've never knew this about you. I know. I was obsessed. I would take it to all school camps. I would take it with me. I would just keep it in my bag or I'd have it in my pocket or something. And if I needed to, I would just play it by myself or like at home or I would, I'd have it with me just in case someone wanted to play me, but it never, no one really played No one ever me. wanted to play? No. Oh, man. But I always really love chess. I... I don't know, I have not played for a while. Like I do now just for fun, but like taking it as seriously as I did when I was a kid hasn't happened since. But I didn't wow. throw up. I was just, I, I finally found I an mean, activity I was decent at. That was Maybe that you thing. just never played hard enough. Never played hard enough. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think so. Didn't have enough wee picks in the morning. Nope. My other activity I did outside of school was roller skating. Oh, I yeah. did that for probably two, three years as well. Like and I, as, a, as in... Yeah, like, like in that a was, group or you would just go every weekend? No, as a group, like it was a lessons. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was really fun. So I think that's why I have such a big love for roller skating now. Like that's what yeah. I do when I'm sad or when I need to feel like more in touch with myself, I go roller skating. And coincidentally, like my love of music sort of started then as well because Hell I, yeah. Like there's DJs at roller skating places and – I would have sessions after school and we would get there super early. So I would have the whole rink to myself and I would skate up and down the rink listening to R. Kelly's Ignition uh, nonstop. Yes. And that's when I was like, you know what? I, I need a, I need to like feel more of this kind of music. And I would like any song that I would hear at Rollerama, I would be like, let me go home and find that song and buy that CD. I love it. Oh, mm. you're so cool. Cool. I play when other people pl- did cool things. I pl- played chess and went roller skating. I can't think. I don't know people that did those two activities. I don't know anyone else but that I did know. roller skating as a sport. I've never heard of that before, but yeah. I'm very intrigued. Do you want me to give you another example on how un- Please. cool what uncool really means? I'll, I'll do I it. Know, I don't know if you can top that vomiting story, but go oh, ahead. I think I can. Uh, so basically, I remember in like grade five, grade six, it was part of our school, but it was like a gymnastic thing, Mm. a gymnastic team. But you basically had to try out for it. Yeah. So I tried out for it. I was one of the only people that did not get in. (laughs) Oh. But all my friends did, right? Mm. And this was like it was during lunch or after school. I don't remember. But they would be in the hall where it was doing the yeah. gymnastics and then I'd be outside of the hall. Oh no, watching. on your lonesome. Oh watching. no. Wait, wait, wait. I'd be watching. <laughs> I can't even get through it. Hang on. I'd be watching through the window doing the moves outside. <laughs> Just what, pondering from the window. Just, <laughs> Just watching. Living through them, through yes. the window. <laughs> Just watching through the window and doing the moves outside. Like in the hallway that was connected to the hall. So... You know what's so hilarious to me? For our listeners, we are related. So I obviously knew you at this age and you knew me at this age, right? Yes, 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 of course. at that age, I thought you were the coolest person ever. That is so weird because I was the opposite. Literally I was like, the opposite. She, she's so coordinated. She's so cool. How does she just know how to like do things? And me being like, the only <laughs> thing I'm good at is chess. I can't compete with anyone. I'm just a loser. Oh, Elle, that's really funny that you thought I was cool because fucking hell, I was not Elle. God damn it. As I... much as I tried. As much as I tried. Never was. 
it's okay. You're cool yeah. now. Am I? <laughs> you make your own. Dis- I don't know. Your own Why? meaning to the word cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Shall we get on to the formalities? Yes, please. So what we like to do in this podcast is talk about what was number one in music history this week. Yep. Now, Elle, I've got some doozies for you. Ooh, doozy, doozy. Doozies. In 1981, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield was number one. What a song. What a song. That is, I mean, you think of the 80s, you think of the song. Yes, I agree completely. You really do. 100%. And it is one of those songs that you can play anywhere at any time. Yep. And you'll have people stand up and sing along or bop at least. Hell yeah. yeah. This this song can get anyone up on their feet, no matter yeah. what they listen to. I think of it basis. as like the Mr. Brightside before Mr. Brightside. You know what I mean? Yep. The universally yep. loved song. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves this song. I remember, I mean, a few houses ago now that I lived mm. at, my neighbor listened to this song on repeat nearly every day. I would have loved that. Mm. This song. I was down for it at the start. <laughs> it does get a point when you live there for a few years and you listen to Jesse's Gill over and over and over again. You're like, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Only that song like on repeat once, one after the other, or it would just be in a playlist and that one was consistently in so it? So it depends on his mood, oh. I guess. Sometimes it would be just repeat. Sometimes it would be in a playlist, but he would like return to that song. I was It was just his favorite, his favorite song. song. Yeah, it was definitely. just his favorite song. I don't blame him. It was a great song. It was a mm, great song. Great song. In 2003, Crazy in Love by Beyonce featuring Jay-Z was number one. This song, let me tell yes. you, this song had something over me when it was, I'm pretty sure it's on SingStar because I vaguely remember needing to get these lyrics down-packed. All Beyonce really? songs, I was like, I need to get every lyric down-packed. And I did, and that is a great film clip. For anyone that hasn't it's seen it, watch good- it. She just looks so good throughout it. It's Beyonce. She's always looked absolutely amazing. Yeah. Do you remember the rumors about Beyonce and how she was – every celebrity has had at one point how a rumor about them, about the Illuminati and stuff. Oh, yes. But, we run the world, girls. And then that song yes. came out and I was like, oh, my God, it must be true. Yes, yes. But I remember apparently it all started with this music video. Really? Because you know how she, at one point, she's in the car and then the car is burning and then she's in a different outfit and then she's not yeah. in the car anymore. Apparently that was her, like, burning, killing the old Beyonce and out walks the new Beyonce. Interesting. Yeah. I was uh not invested, but I did read about it a bit because at the time there was those rumors that she wasn't really pregnant with her babies because of that video of when she sits down and her belly looks like it folds in half. Okay, I am, I need you've to never, catch up on this. What? I you've never ever seen that? that. No, Our listeners, belly- please email us and let me know if you ever watched this. If not, I'll need to put it on our stories. Yes. But, yes, it was a video of her doing like a 60 Minutes type show. Yeah. And she went to sat- sit down. I think it was just the way her dress yeah, it can fold she, in sort of. She, yeah, she bent forward to sit down. So I'm guessing it was just the way her dress came off her stomach, but it looked like, because she had a pregnant belly, that her stomach folded in half. Wow. <laughs> and everyone thought it was a fake belly. 
That is wild. I know. Speaking of Illuminati rumors, they were running rapid back when we were in high school. Rapid. They were insane. Especially with Rihanna. Oh, I remember the Beyonce, Rihanna. Everyone, they just, they brought everyone into it. And I'm like, who can I trust? And then I was just like, you know what? Illuminati is real. It is. I just got to live with it. I'm already living with it, you know? Hey everyone, what is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time, stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting? Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. I reckon we can make a whole episode about Mm. Illuminati rumors based on celebrity music videos. Yes, yes, yes. In 2017, Despacito by Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber, The Biebs. This song was huge. Absolutely huge. I remember traveling and all over Europe, they just played this song on repeat. Anywhere you went to, a cafe, a restaurant, a bar, a club, on repeat. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, at the time when this was huge, I think we were overseas at the same time, but mm. I was on my honeymoon in America at that time, and it was freaking everywhere. You could not escape it. You could, could not, not escape the song. Great song. I actually really got into it. It is a really good song. It's. I mean, it's so groovy. Mm. You can't help but want to, like, shake your hips a little bit. Exactly. I agree. What we also like to do on the podcast is talk about who you share a birthday with. Now. If you're born on the 15th of January, you share a birthday with Pitbull. I Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Man, I oh remember when Pitbull first came out, I was like, this sound is so different and so, like, catchy. Yeah. Like, I used to love that song, Hotel Room. Forget about your girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever uh, it was. Meet leave me, me at, at the, the hotel. Dun, 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 dun. That is yeah. so catchy. Such a catchy song. All of his songs are catchy. All of them you can just go and dance to. Every single one. Yep. I agree. Anyone who says that they don't find his songs catchy, I mean, seriously, you're probably just lying. I agree. Liar. Liar. Because not even the rebel in me could deny. Could deny. <laughs> Pitbull and his songs. Very true. We have Mm -hmm. a great episode in store for everyone. We're going to be continuing our favorite songs of the decade with 80s part two. Yay! Woo! It's actually been a while since we put up 80s part one. It has. We got sick. I went to Vietnam. We had a lot of guests. Yeah. But we we managed to make time for this today, so let's do it. We're going to take a quick break. But before we do, we must ask a few things. We would love to ask if you could follow us on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. Yay, please. And also tell your friends mm. about us, maybe. Word of mouth. Yeah, tell your mom. Or your mom or your, your dad. dad or your bro or sis or 
friends, your cousin, L and I cousins. Cousins. <laughs> Tell someone about the podcast. We'd appreciate it so much. Yeah, we really do. Really do. And, I mean, if it's not too much to ask, give it a five out of five. A four yeah, out of five. A four out of five. A reading of a four out of five. A four out of five. No less, no more than that. We don't expect more. We don't have to do that. <laughs> We crack ourselves up. I know, I know, my God. All right, we'll be right back with 80s Part 2, baby! And we're back with 80s Part 2. Elle, take it away. All right, Elle. Elle, I am so happy with uh, these songs, may Mm. I say. The first one is Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. I had to include a Bon Jovi song in here, and it was very hard to actually pick which 80s song in particular. I mean, not only is there a plethora in the 80s, there's also a lot in the 90s, so I had to think which decade do I want to include Bon Jovi. Yeah. I've gone with the 80s. Wanted Dead or Alive is, by all means, it is not like one of those songs that make my heart sore because of how crazy it is and how powerful it is. It's not one of those songs. It's quite a a low song throughout mm. the whole thing. It's quite deep in deep rooted, I wanna say, because I don't know, it's a very mellow song for a rock song. Mm-hmm. But my God, that is such a terrific song. It's probably I don't wanna say anything too crazy, but it might be my favorite Bomber Jovi song. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's depending on what mood I'm in. Lately it's been this song. I'm all about it. And it's Mm. funny because I like to relate songs with movies. Yes. When I hear it for some reason, and it's got nothing to do with why it's my favorite, by the way, but I always think of Tom Cruise in Mm. Rock of Ages. Do you remember that movie? Oh, my God. I loved that movie. Yes. Do you remember Tom Cruise was like the main rock guy? This is vaguely familiar, yes. Yes. So every time I hear this song, not only do I think, holy shit, I love this song. It's one of my favorites. It's all the same. So good. But I always think of Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. Me too. I really enjoyed this new Top Gun as a side piece to this conversation because it was very good. Very good, in my opinion. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. My first pick is one of my favorite songs of all time. And I picked in 80s part one, I picked a song that is similar, like a female ballad to some degree. And so I was like trying to toss up between the two. And I was like, you know what? I can't not include this one. It is Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Now that is a great song. Lyrically, it is Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah. Love that song mm-hmm. lyrically. Mm-hmm. I remember being like quite young. I would have been about like nine or 10 singing this song on SingStar all the time. Yeah. If anyone hasn't picked up i pretty much know every lyric to every song purely because of singstar i remember being young and listening to this song and playing it over and over again and being like holy shit i love this song and what a solid like 20 years later almost i still love this song just mm. as much as i did the first time i heard it yeah and every time i hear her voice i think something about cindy Lauper in general she's so unique and quirky and so originally herself yeah. that she makes you feel especially when you're a child that was feeling misunderstood at the time she made you feel like it was okay to be different and not like everyone else i think the way she is able to bring out so much life and emotion in her music is amazing to me this song was actually written between herself and rob hyman and they both came together to write the song about their separate relationships so it's kind of 
Right. Yeah, so they had issues with their individual partners and they, they kind of formed a song bringing in both of their relationship situations oh. into the one song. Yeah. I found that really cool and I found out that it's her first number one as well. So first number one of like so many bangers. So many. If you asked me, Elle, to pick a song that defined the 80s, the 80s sound, mm-hmm. I should say, one of the ones that I would pick would be Head Over Heels by Tease for Fears. Ooh, I completely agree. It does remind me of Just Pure 80s. Just Pure 80s. If you want to fall in love with the 80s sound, this song is the song to do with. This is one of my favorite songs ever, I'm going to say. Wow. I absolutely love this song and i haven't even known it for that long compared to other songs my husband showed it to me when we were dating and i fell in love with the music video because it's so 80s probably one of the most 80s again i'm saying 80s a lot but it really is such an 80s music video because just to paint a picture it's in a library there's a monkey Of course. There's a monkey. And then it ends with the band singing together. I feel like the 80s music videos always paint paint a story for the first half and then always end with them with like a black background singing together. It is just absolutely wonderful. And it's a really recognizable song because it's actually tune in it is used in another song. It's used in now Natalie Bassinkwaite. Is that her name? Ah, yes, from Rogue Traders. From Rogue Traders. She actually used the tune of that song in one of her songs. She did that a lot with Rogue Traders, I noticed. There was a lot of different, like, influences from other music. Yes, so the tune, na, 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 na. I remember hearing that firstly from her and then freaking out when I heard this song and being like, what the hell? Like, you could do that. You could take a tune that's so not not changing it at all and use it in your song. That was the first time that I realized, okay, people are, can grab certain parts of different songs and just use it in their yeah. music. Interesting you say that because I don't think it's that part of the song. I already knew that that song existed. Yeah. But Rogue Traders were the first time I realized you could do that too because they did it with so many of their songs. They did, didn't they? Yeah, and it was the first time I made the connection, like, oh, they can take it from another song, and I'm like, that's so cool. And honestly, I think that's the only time I've enjoyed it in another song because usually I hate when someone remixes. Me too. The way that the Rogue Traders did it just felt so natural and it felt like its own unique song. They didn't try to remake the song. They just tried to use snippets of it, which I loved. I just thought that was all fascinating, but if anyone out there... If you're listening to this particular episode, you already know 80s music and everyone knows 80s music. But if you want a particularly 80s song and you have not heard of Tears for Fears or their song Head Over Heels, you need to listen. All right, your next song. My next song is You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Oh, I love that song. Yes, I became quite quickly obsessed with this song. In my, I'm pretty sure my teenage years, I just became super, super obsessed. I used to watch all of Mac's music videos when they were on Foxtel back in the day. And so after school, all I would do was go grab a packet of Sarkatars and sit on the couch and just watch music videos all day, every day. And this music video in particular is just so freaking entertaining. Hell yeah. And it's so basic and simple yet so entertaining. It is Chevy Chase, Paul Simon, 
singing together or lip syncing together. It's just so cute. And aside from the music video being bloody beautiful to watch, Paul Simon is such a talented, talented human. And I think just the way it's yeah. so catchy and it and it makes you just – I never get sick of it. It's a song I never get sick of and that's why I've put it in this list because not only is it a sound that is familiar to me and makes me feel really peaceful and wholesome inside, but it's a song that I think will never – be outdated no i don't think so a lot of paul simon songs are like that mm. whether he was in simon and garfunkel or not he has a really timeless sound his voice is really delicate as well yes it's he's just wonderful one of my favorites if mm. not in very high in the favorite list yeah. what about you l what's your next choice this next song there's no particular reason as to why i love this song I will tell you how I got onto the song because I always like hearing stories about how people discover one of their favorite songs. Mm-hmm. But mine is Mr. Roboto by Styx. Ooh. Yes. I actually discovered this song through Adam Sandler. Ooh. Because I think in a few of his movies he actually has a Styx song. He never had Mr. Roboto. But mm. he had Renegade by Styx in Billy Madison. And mm. that's how I discovered Sticks. So cool. because of that movie, because of Billy Madison, I ended up looking through Sticks's their albums and Discovery, stuff. Discovery, yeah. And then I found this song, and I think this is probably their most well-known song. But, oh, my God, it, it takes you to so many, so many different worlds, I swear, when mm. you're in it. It is just amazing. It is one of my favorite car songs. It is so much fun and it is a song that always gets me in a good mood. You cannot listen to the song and not get in a good mood. And it's just so weird. It's such a weird song. I can't even begin to even translate to what the meaning is. Yeah. Everyone is scared of this robot and you find out it's the person singing. They are this, like, monster. It is Mm. just – anyway – it is just a crazy, crazy song. I highly recommend everyone to listen to it at least once. I could agree with that, mm. yes. I want to yeah. go re-listen to that because I don't think I've heard that song in quite some time. When it comes up in a playlist, I cannot skip. And I'm mm. one of those chronic skippers where I'm like, I can't stop. Once I start skipping, I yes. can't stop skipping. And I'm like, stop so it, I. stop it, Elle, stop it. And I can't, right? Yes. But if that Finger song trigger. comes on. It will stop me from skipping. My next choice is Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners. That's a great song. It, again, is one of my all-time favorite songs. It reminds me of my family. We used to always sing it together all the time. Again, the film clip is one of the reasons why I love this song so much. I think it's also one of those songs that just reminds me of the 80s. Yeah. It's such a beautiful, beaded song, and get so catchy in the brain. Cindy Lauper actually found inspiration from this song to write Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Amazing. I know. So I just, I find it so boppy, so fun to sing. And it goes through highs and lows throughout the songs. You know what's something I love? Songs that have like a section, I don't know what it's called, like actually, that legitimate mm. word for it. But when they're like, come on, Eileen. And they got that clapping, da show yeah. them how you That little yeah. like slow where you kind of click along to it and the background music sort of lowered a little bit. Yes. Those parts of songs really get me. And because this song has that in that, I'm like, it just sucks me right in. 
Yes, I love it when songs have these, I wouldn't know what to call it either, but like connective bridges between yes. one part of the song to the other. Mm. Like Iris Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. How you've got that bit in the middle that's just guitar. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the song. I find that half the time that's the best part of the song. I agree with you. It's like the not even the, the part that's like you're screaming and belting out. It's yeah. the part just before that. Yes. Most and definitely. that's what I love the most. Yep. Honestly, even though it seems like a song that's super catchy and overplayed and mm. it can get stuck in your head really easily, I never get sick of it. I remember at one point it made a huge comeback Come because, on, because of the movie Perks of Being a Wallflower. I need to watch that movie, I think. I, that's always been on my, on my wish list of watching it. You should watch it. Never done it. I feel like it's a bit sad. Just like I, just, just, it's a bit sad. If it's sad, I probably won't watch it. Then. Yeah, but it's very like quirky. I remember Emma Watson dancing to this song was was a moment that everyone really loved. So I remember this song made a huge comeback at the time of that movie. But it's a great song. And you, Elle, this is my final song. Yeah, of this episode. Wow, that went very quickly. Can you actually talk about the eighties and not talk about Madonna? Ooh, I don't think so. Well, my next song is Like a Prayer by Madonna. I love this song. I cannot tell you how much I love this song. I freaking love this song, Elle. I freaking love it. It is so good. In the video clip where that man, he turns into like wax, but it seems like chocolate and they're in the church. The whole thing, it perfection. It is such a freaking banger to sing along to as well it is a nice long song as well so it really takes you for a ride Mm. madonna is whatever she is these days i know a lot of people are not a huge fan of the way she carries herself these days but madonna in the 80s i don't know if you can beat that i really don't i don't think you can she is an icon absolute icon and for me this song is the pinnacle of her career. I don't think it gets better than this song. I'm, I'm really not sure. That statement might drive people crazy, but I absolutely love this song. But it also has a lot of history to it. It has mm. a lot of controversy. So I've written some notes about it here. Basically, the music video is extremely controversial because of the religious symbols that it uses. Mm. Like it's got the burning cross and all of that. Its interpretation is different to everyone. But yeah. some people believe this song can be about a certain sexual act. We won't mm. go into it. Some people think it sounds too romantic to be just about that and it's just about Madonna's love for God. And But Madonna herself says it's just about a girl who is in love with God. So take it as you will. That's from the horse's mouth. So that's what I believe. I don't want to believe it's about anything other than that. It's so interesting to me because even though it was always filmed in a church, that video clip and all of that, yeah. and it says the word prayer in it, I never associated it with religion ever. Not that I associated really? it with a sexual act. I just enjoyed the song. and I never even thought about yes. what the actual meaning was. Well, well, me too. Well, me yeah. too. I never thought when I listened to the song, I never thought, wow, Madonna loves God. Yeah, I never I never picked it that. Was, yeah. It was never that. I just loved this purely loved this song for the sound yeah it it was just so good but you look into it online and i was actually quite shocked when i was making this list how many articles there were about this song and about the controversy behind it madonna madonna so controversial always Mm -hmm. being controversial that woman always 
But you know what? Speaking of what you mentioned earlier with how she holds herself now, I love it. Yeah. Like I'm all for a woman just being herself and just like what she wore to Britney Spears' wedding with yes. her sunglasses. I actually loved it. Yeah. I'm like, you go, girl. You look like whatever bug you want to look like today. I'm happy for that. <laughs> bug you know what it is i don't care about the way she carries herself i just don't like her songs these days this song came out a while ago but that i'm madonna bitch song i'm like really madonna you've come out with absolute fucking bangers and this is the shit that you're coming out with now fair 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 i think i liked the hung up phase oh me too yeah that was that was a good phase i was all down for that love that song hung up sorry those songs, the music videos of that song, which is yeah. in the pink leotard. Yes, yes, yes. The one she did with Justin Timberlake, Four Minutes or whatever it was. We only got oh, four minutes to save the world. world. Yes. I think of that song all the time. Yes. That, that Madonna was like. I love that period I of Madonna I quite too. enjoyed. You know what I like about her? Each period of her looks different and sounds different. Mm. And that means she has so much versatility and yep. so many different avenues in her mind. And I really appreciate that. L, your last song. My last song, I think I've mentioned this song on the podcast before, but I can't have an 80s episode and not mention it because Mm -hmm. it is just my go-to song when I think of the 80s. It is my go-to artist slash band when I think of the 80s, Mm -hmm. and it is Wham, and it is Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go because I cannot think of that song and not think of the 80s. You cannot. You cannot. It is illegal to think of the 80s and not think of Wham. Or like George Michael in general. In general. Where do I begin with this song? I think I mentioned this song in our nostalgia episode, but this song reminds me of my dad. Reminds me of mum and dad, actually. Uh, when I was really young, it's one of the first songs I think I ever danced to in my life. That's Because so we played it nonstop in the household when we were younger. So every family video I have is of me dancing to this song. So it's got a special place in my heart because of that. But also, like, can you think of the 80s and not think about – the Wham t-shirts, like the white no. with the fluoro on them. like, And then when that style came back in in the early 2007, yep. 2008, we were just replicating Wham style back then. I know. We all were. We were all victim to that trend. Although fluoro is not everyone's colour, I still dug it, no matter how daggy or tacky I looked. This song, it just to me, it just describes the 80s and it's done well. It gets stuck in everyone's head. It's a bop to dance yep. to. I think a lot of Wham songs are very underrated and I, I really, really enjoy all of them. But this one being the more popular one is why I chose this one. Every time I hear it, I also think of the wedding singer when they're in the bed and she's like, wake me up before you go, go. Do yes. you hanging on like a solo? Yes. And then I'm like, oh, she ruined the song for me. But then I'm like, oh, Adam Sandler's there is fine. But um, I'm surprised you didn't say Zoolander. I mean, that is one of the most. Oh my god! Yes, it reminds ever. me. Of... <laughs> so true. It is in Zoolander as well. Oh my god! Orange yes, mocha frappuccinos. Dude, that scene is. I, that is so hilarious that you mentioned that because I was on the drive home today. I was thinking of Zoolander. That's so funny. Like, oh, Zoolander tonight. That is so funny. And then yeah. how did I forget that freaking that song is in there? I know. I. Such, I'm going to watch that tonight, but also I can't really say there's nothing too spectacular that I'm going to say about it. Yeah. I just think that Wham! in general was fantastic and George Michael to this day is still going to be one of my favorite artists of all time. He is up there with 
Prince for me, up there with Freddie Mercury, up there with Elvis as one of my favorite humans. Yeah. yeah. In music. And I, I was lucky enough to see him in concert and it was just absolute perfection. Yeah. All right. Well, those are all of our 80s songs. Part one, it part is two, indeed. done. I know. And you know what? I feel like there was so many on my list as yeah. there is every era. But this one was particularly hard because there was too many genres in the 80s that I really, really loved. Too yeah. many sounds that I really loved. And narrowing it down was very hard. So I went with more obvious choices than I usually would have. But those other songs will all be mentioned eventually in time throughout every other oh, episode. Of course, of course. And I feel the exact same way. Eight, mm. The term 80s is so vague because you got some of the best rock in the 80s, some of the best pop was in the 80s. Really hard to choose, but I feel like we both came up with really good songs. I agree. Mm. I agree indeed. Can't believe 80s has come to an end. I know. How sad. But 90s, woo. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and going along with our decades journey. Yes. We, we really still appreciate have it. plenty more to go, and we really hope you check out these songs if you hadn't heard it of any of them. Yeah, all of the songs will be in our Spotify playlist, so that is in the show notes below if you want to give them a listen. Yes! <laughs> I also have some one-to-one coaching spaces available for mindset and relationship coaching, so if you are interested in that at all or have any questions, send me a message at EMT Coaching on Instagram. Yes, I also have another podcast, guys. It's called Three Tickets Two. It is about movies, and it's quite it's quite good. Oh, I'd say. I what's, think it's great. Say you? I yeah. say it's fantastic. Yes, I say. What's the last episode about? <laughs> I love it. And you know what? The first thing that popped in my head was like Shrek. Like, <laughs> hey, you're right. Am I? No, you're not. Oh. it was actually Austin Powers Goldmember. Oh, the best movie. Of course. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.